0: I'm just a miserable prick. You have a you have a disease. That's where we're going to start the episode. Welcome to the Songtopsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died and maybe even reanimate it. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier
1: and i'm not sick steve trollinger
0: yes um i uh mr mike russell is not here today um unfortunately we would have loved to have, have had him here uh, but the important thing is i'm here and i was just diagnosed with covid yesterday so uh uh as as i was mentioning to steve i purposely wanted to pick a subject that i was very well versed in just because i didn't want to have to do a lot of research and remember stuff in my brain fo- brain addled state
1: yeah and uh, I uh, I don't have anything funny to say, so this is going to be a okay. short one.
0: Okay, Steve. Steve, I, I know that your default is to just kind of sit in the wings and then like throw quips as Mike and I support the entire podcast. But I think this time you're going to have to do some lifting or some reanimating. On this week's episode of the Song topsy Report where we dissect Bad bizarre
1: no, Yeah, I was going to say are you are you do you, are
0: you in a covid fog? Do you know that we've already done that? <laughs> yeah, I just realized uh, Steve doesn't know uh the extent of how bad my symptoms are, so I should let you know. Yes, Steve, I was aware that uh, okay, I, good. I repeated that for comedic effect. But yes, uh I can't tell if he's sick or an ass,
1: so it's he needs to tell me.
0: Uh, The episode that we're going to be discussing today is something that we, in a normal time period, we probably would have pushed more towards October because it's very spooky. But Steve, I thought that this would also be something you'd be interested in because it's also kind of like a day at the movies because we're discussing a tie-in song to uh, the third movie in a horror franchise. And I thought that that would check a few of your boxes as well.
1: I mean, it did until I found out it was for Reanimator 3, a movie I have never seen because I was unaware of its existence.
0: <laughs> a lot of people are. Yes. So this week we're discussing a song called Move Your Dead Bones, allegedly by someone named Dr. Reanimator. And uh, this song is from the film Beyond Reanimator, which is the third installment of the Reanimator film series, which was based very loosely on a 1922 serial novel by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, it is about a medical student named Herbert West who develops a glowing green serum called Reagent that reanimates the dead with uh, predictably horrific results. Now, the song in question, so keep in mind, this is based on an H.P. Lovecraft story for those of you who are well-versed in cosmic horror and the science fiction that he dealt with.
1: Significantly less racist, though, which is appreciated. Yes, which
0: is very appreciated. But uh, a horror franchise based on an H.P. Lovecraft story, this is the song from one of those movies. And uh, when I first listened to this, I figured this is exactly what H.P. Lovecraft probably had in mind for his story.
1: Wow, we don't have Mike here for this. I it's it's a shame. It really is cuz I this is the 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 repetition and the electronic drum machine, the uh the the Eurocentric yes. uh vocals. That's the, what I
0: that's what I was gonna say for once again for such dance a, beat for such a red-blooded American that Mike Russell is. He has the biggest soft spot for the Euro trashiest pop music out there. And I really think that this would uh this would do it for him. So Mike, when you eventually listen to this episode, uh I'm very sorry that you missed this. But we do have a little bit to go through because uh, Steve, you are familiar with at least, I guess, the first Reanimator film. Yes, yes,
1: yes. Doctor Herbert West, Reanimator. Yes, I am. A, I I'm aware of the 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 original story, and I am aware of the movie. Uh, I also saw the musical. <gasps> did you see the musical?
0: I, you know, it was in researching this that I actually found out that there was a Reanimator musical, and I'm so bummed that I did not get to see it so, or act in it.
1: So the uh, the the person who who played herbert west the the on uh, in the off-broadway show the one who uh, originated the role i went to college with him he was 2 years ahead of me um i don't know that he listens to the show he's i've talked to him about it before but if uh if he is uh, he knows who he is but yes i actually i actually went to see him in that show uh when it was it was uh, george went was in it too which was hilariously weird um <laughs> And he gets horribly, horribly murdered at some point. It was fun, Uh, and there was. But yeah, the show, the show was. uh, It was one of those. You've seen the. You went to the Evil Dead musical. I know that. Yes. So same deal, same deal. First three rows, splatter zone. (laughs) So we were, of course, in row two. So we got covered in some good old stage blood and a practical gory effects and it was it was a rousing time was had by all but yes i so i i i'm it's a shame that you didn't see that it was a really funny show and i know the guy who was herbert west so i'm that makes me cool guys that does
0: make you cool yesterday by association
1: uh yes but and, and if and if he is listening thank you graham skipper you did a great job uh i think you and i both agree that jeffrey combs is still better but he he also can sing, so there.
0: Yes, but the film uh, came out in 1985 uh, and starred, as we previously mentioned, uh, Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West, uh, Barbara Crampton, fantastic actress in horror movies as well, Bruce Abbott, and David Gale. Um, so, in my opinion, the first two movies they made, Reanimator, and then they made Bride of Reanimator. Uh, they were kind of just like peak 80s body horror schlocky comedy. But beyond Reanimator. Uh, came out in 2003, so the the movie that the song we're discussing is based upon. Came out in 2003, and it was a Spanish-American production filmed in Spain. Uh, the, the plot of the film is still supposed to take place in Arkham, Massachusetts, but it was actually shot in an abandoned prison in Valencia, Spain. Uh, and essentially, it's almost like a loose remake of the first one, in the sense that it's about Herbert West, the student from Arkham... Uh, In the H.P. Lovecraft story. I meant to ask, he's not a
1: doctor. He's a grad student, isn't
0: he? Yes. Well, mm, I feel like they call him doctor at some point. Uh, But yes, I think the idea is that he's a grad student. Uh, So this film was a Spanish production. And unfortunately, it didn't even get a theatrical release. It got a very limited release, but it was actually heavily edited and then released straight to sci-fi channel. And then on home release, they added all the gory reanimator stuff into it. But uh, the consensus was that it was a little bit uh, meh.
1: That's right, kids. Before you had your preci- your precious... Now I can't talk, and I'm not sick.
0: Yeah, and you don't even Bef- have COVID.
1: I know. Before you had your precious shutter. that's why I couldn't do it, <laughs> precious yeah. shutter. before you had that, you had to maybe luck out and know somebody that had the cable package that had sci-fi because Sci-Fi was the only channel you could go to get this real, this kind of shit. Yeah. To watch to watch shit like this, uh, reruns from that one season of the live-action Flash TV show from the early uh, well, nineties. Mantis reruns. Uh,
0: every Mega Shark versus insert monster here. I think I think I think uh, I think Beyond Reanimator shares a shares the same channel that the film Titanic Two premiered on if that gives any indication.
1: The Revenge. <laughs> Titanic 2, The Revenge. This time, it's personal.
0: But you, uh, you, the listener, however, don't even necessarily need to know any of that nonsense, because the song Move Your Dead Bones by Dr. Reanimator, uh, like so many movie tie-in songs, only in the barest, most superficial way references any of what happens in the Reanimator films. And the very interesting thing about this song is there's a lot of mystery behind it. You can't find out a lot of info about it which actually found was common for a lot of horror movie ties we did like the maniac cop rap i remember we could find very little information on the maniac cop rap yes i think it's that maniac uh uh classic now What we do know about this song was that it was produced by a Eurodance uh, singer-songwriter-producer named, uh, whose stage name was David Lime, but actual name, uh, Jordi Cubino. I really wanted his real name to be like Dr. Philip (laughs) Reanimator. I mean, with a name like that, what other song could he have done? Uh, But he is a Spanish singer-songwriter and model, and he's one of the, I learned uh, in my research, he's one of the pillars of the so-called... Sabadell sound, which is named after uh, the Spanish city of Sabadell, which is a variant of an Italian disco made in Spain. The-, the specificity of the regionality of this sound is fascinating to me. But essentially, he was a DJ and songwriter, and still is, who pioneered a sound in Spain that borrowed from Italian pop, basically. Did you get all that?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dario Argento, et cetera, et yes, cetera.
0: Yes, yes. Heard it perfectly. Uh, so, even though we know that this was the guy who wrote and produced it, uh, we do not know who actually sung on it. And furthermore, I, I'm showing Steve the music video for this, which uh, I only showed him a brief clip, but it gets it gets interesting. Uh, we don't know if the person performing that we're seeing is also the guy singing, and we also don't know who the guy singing it is. So truly, the titular Doctor Reanimator who sings the song, uh, nobody knows who the hell he was. And in fact, the only place that you could initially really find this was as a DVD extra on the Beyond Reanimator DVD. Like I don't know where the song was heard otherwise.
1: Well, I I haven't frequented enough European discotheques to know what the uh what the weird house music guy plays just at like three in the morning when nobody's dancing anymore.
0: See, once again, this is where Mike would have come in handy. I feel like if any of the three of us had a chance of hearing this at any discotheque, it would have been Mike. But uh actually with that, I think we can actually now get into the song and hear more about uh what Dr. Reanimator wants from us. A dissection is imperative so i'm gonna start from the beginning and we get a little spoken word my favorite come on boys and girls come a little closer i'm the reanimator steve why did you immediately shake your head
1: well because this is this is uh, this looks like it's the beginning of a calvin Klein commercial you've got the you've got the a very conventionally attractive European man.
0: Steve was so disappointed it wasn't immediately the homely figure of Jeffrey Combs.
1: I was very disappointed at that, yes, but he, he, they're they doing that stylistic technique where his entire face is shrouded in shadow except for a thin line over his eyes. Oh, but
0: you can tell he's got a good jawline. You can tell, yes, that this is, this is a sexy reanimator. And
1: he's got, he's got a syringe full of a, you know, glowing green fluid.
0: Yes, but yes. he's
1: trying to be sexy about it. I don't look. You you can't sexy this. It's not the pieces don't fit. They just don't fit.
0: Steve, I, I'm I'm gonna maybe put on my Mike Russell hat for just a moment and say I think you can very easily do it. This is Doctor Reanimator, all about bringing things to life. What is something that you can raise from the dead in a sexy way? I mean, it writes itself.
1: Does it? Because it doesn't seem like he did much writing.
0: I don't know. Like you know i'm not going to tell dr reanimator how to write his own music but i would say like you could definitely have a line about rigor mortis setting in at some point like that could be kind of spooky and sexy and still in line with the whole reanimator thing
1: hey what this song needs is some rigorous mortis
0: (laughs) what does that even mean steve
1: means it means a thorough deathening
0: well steve that that, this is all we've heard let's let's actually get into the music Your feet. Oh God, if I didn't have COVID, I would be reanimating my feet right now.
1: Uh, as a as a person who's been around some special effects, and as a person who has watched many DVD extras. I, uh, on makings of films, I can tell you for sure that that is almost entirely just KY jelly with green food coloring.
0: Simple yet effective. Actually, you know the the reagent that they use in the um, actual Reanimator films. I don't actually know what they used. Just some standard glow in the dark nonsense. That's but... what
1: they they. Uh... Oh crap! What did they? I think that's what they use for Predator blood.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners, if you've seen the Predator film, basically the reagent looks like Predator blood.
1: Maybe they're the same. <gasps> Oh my God, it's all one giant cinematic universe. Open your eyes. Predator, Aliens, Terminator, RoboCop, (laughs) Reanimator. It's all the same thing.
0: Just like in the Reanimator films,
1: yeah. the the dichotomy between the music video and the the, the spliced in footage from the actual movie is like you, this song. This song is making, as I said before, is making things not sexy, trying to be sexy. The pieces don't fit. Case in point: a second ago, the music video Reanimator is about to inject the reagent into a sexy lady who I guarantee when she is reanimated will continue to be sexy and not a shambling corpse that falls apart but then immediately like within a like a nanosecond there wasn't even there wasn't even a a star wipe or anything involved it goes right to a piece of footage where di- dis Distinctly unsexy Jeffrey Combs is injecting a distinctly unsexy, fat, bald, naked man with the reagent. And he will almost certainly come back to life as a walking, shambling corpse that falls apart.
0: I really hope that the title distinctly unsexy sticks around with Jeffrey Combs. What what a flattering...
1: Jeffrey Combs is sexy to his wife and no one else, and that's how it should be. I almost... You know, he's... He found someone who found him sexy... And they're together now, and that's that's good. That's good and righteous.
0: If you were making an RPG character on Jeffrey Combs, I felt like you maxed out his charisma and took it all from sexiness. But I feel like if you're that charismatic, it almost makes you a little sexier. I don't know.
1: Have you seen The Frighteners? No, actually, you've
0: never. Oh my god, you have never seen The Frighteners. No, I've seen a lot of Brian Yun- uh, Yunza films. Like I've seen, I saw. Um, they're all the reanimated. Bleh. I saw all of the reanimator films. I saw From Beyond. I saw. I even saw Castle Freak, which also had uh, Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs in it. So uh, the
1: Frighteners was Gier- I think one of Guillermo del Toro's first movies that he directed. It was. It stars Michael J. Fox, who's a. He's a uh, uh, like a, a like a psychic detective who can speak with the dead. He's a medium, and but he's also kind of crazy because of it. And Jeffrey Combs plays one of the most disturbing individuals I have ever seen placed on film. He's like the FBI agent who thinks he's a murderer, who thinks Michael J. Fox's character is a murderer and is hunting in the whole movie. But he's also such a weird, gross little freak man. Like, it's disturbing how weird th- he like he is in that movie. Well,
0: I mean, now so for I you want to, to see it.
1: For you to say that to me, all I can think of is like a picture of my picture in my head of him in that movie. And I just go, Ugh.
0: well, fortunately, we have Dr. Reanimator, whoever the hell he is, to counterbalance that. And I love in the music video, we're seeing him, you know, the music video does like a facsimile of what Dr. Um, or what Herbert West goes through. But I love how his medical outfit, it's like, it's like almost like somewhat like gr- the green skin tight uh scrubs that maybe like a doctor would wear but i love how the gloves are disconnected it's almost like what Oh no! he
1: he, what he did was he he oh man i I gotta get a doctor's outfit quick check the costume department at the studio here what do they got well they got part of a frankenfurter costume from (laughs) a rocky horror show production they did last year yeah yeah yeah, where, where he's wearing the Yeah, or he's wearing the scrubs and stuff. Yeah, but there's all sorts of weird holes cut out for his, like, chest and stuff. It's like, yeah, 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 that'll be good. (laughs) Um, Or I'm sorry, CCC, that will be bueno.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I've been trying to I've been trying to place his accent. I'm assuming he's Spanish, but I don't necessarily know because nobody knows. Uh, if you play Dr. E. Animator and are a listener to the podcast, please reach out to us at thesongtopsreport.gmail.com. We'd like to hear your story. Uh, also,
1: the- I'd like to say, I'd like to say right now before this gets away from me, I greatly respect and admire the actor Jeffrey Combs. I don't want it to seem like <laughs> I think he's a gross weirdo. I'm just saying. He just plays
0: one on TV. He plays a lot
1: of them, and he's really good at it. And Nick and I were talking about him before the before the show, and both of us agree if we were to have a career, that would probably be a decent one to have. He gets to be in all the Star Treks. He gets to be. Uh, he gets to go to all the fun conventions and be immediately recognized. But he can also go to the grocery store without people being weird at him.
0: Yeah, see, I feel like right now, if if you and I were to take on the dichotomy of being a reanimator, I feel like right now, you're Herbert West, and I'm Dr. Reanimator. Well, fuck you, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you, rather, would you rather I get to be Jeffrey Combs? No. <laughs> well, you can't have it both ways, Steve. But you, can only, still... you can only either be talented or attractive. You can't be both. You got to pick one. That's not true. I know. I know a lot of people who are both. Unfortunately, not Jeffrey Combs. Or me? Oh, that's not true, Steve. But I'm a monster. <laughs> yes, Steve, you're 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 a big scary monster. Uh, also, Steve, if you're feeling dead, I'll I'll be your reanimator. Uh, going back to the lyrics, I've got the way to bring you to life—a superior existence where no one can control you, where you can always do what you like. That really, I think, is a great bridging the gap between what the remat, uh, what the reanimator films are about, and kind of just like the. Uh, superficial life is good lyrics that most euro trash dance songs have and combines now Nick, them. please
1: please enlighten me what is the movie reanimator about it is a ab- what is what is the true meaning of reanimator
0: yeah, i don't think there is a true meaning to reanimator it's about the hubris of science trying to it's kind of just like a grosser version of the frankenstein story really that's exactly what it is. I just the way the way you put it made it seem like
1: you had some sort of fundamental philosophical understanding of Reanimator that I didn't have.
0: Oh no, not really. It's a great fun movie, but it's
1: like a step away. It's a step away from uh, uh, Dead Alive. Yes, another disturbing ass movie. I will never watch ever again.
0: Listeners, I know that we are a bad music podcast, but I will still say, watch Reanimator if if you have not seen it already. Any movie with the audacity to come this close. To having a cunnilingus scene with a severed head gets a thumbs up in my book.
1: Because when I resurrect the dead, I'm hoping that they're going to have a lot of sex.
0: Yeah, um, let me give you some green color, and you will ask for more. I mean, technically it's reagent, but sure, it's green in color. Uh, You will see that you've never felt this way before. Party without limits, have sex, and don't be blue. I think that's a great life philosophy. That's like be gay, do crimes for just like a different generation, I guess.
1: Go, go shambling disassembled corpse
0: party eternally have sex don't be party blue. with no limits i was gonna say i don't really think the reanimator films are very sexy but that's actually not true there's there's actually a lot of undercurrents of sexuality in them i don't necessarily know and beyond that's Re-Animator. different yeah those are
1: different concepts
0: yes yes undercurrents of dark sexuality are not necessarily the same thing as party without limits have sex and don't be blue um, but then freedom is eternal for you, you, you. So in the process of being reanimated, it's like you're being reborn into like a party freak.
1: Or just a regular freak.
0: I don't the, the, uh, considering the song is called Move Your Dead Bones and seems to be about, uh, party, literally partying without limits, Steve. I think that that's where the emphasis is. Not on the freakishness.
1: Well, then he's attached this song to the wrong movie.
0: <laughs> um... But let's get into the course, because we only heard a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, if you cut the sleeves off of your scrubs, congratulations—you have made those scrubs
0: (laughs) useless,
1: completely useless.
0: Yes. Uh, Look, Doctor Reanimator, there has to be one doctor out there who's more concerned with um, form as opposed to functionality. Does Doctor? I mean, yeah, yeah, but usually
1: that character in every medical drama is the douchebag. (laughs)
0: I guess that's fair. Yeah, you know, in hindsight, um, once again, when I was uh, diagnosed with COVID, I was very happy to be in the hands of medical professionals. Um, I feel like if I went to a doctor and Dr. Reanimator was the one who came out, like, Dr. Reanimator is what, like, the the cheapest Obamacare health insurance plan would get you. Like, he doesn't even have the full connectivity with his scrubs. It just doesn't seem sanitary. Uh, yeah. Could I have a
1: non-Fabio doctor? Do you have one of those? Like a small, nebbish guy. Like, that would be... Do you have one of those doctors in the back? Could I have that one, please?
0: Nope, we just have a perfectly manicured, vaguely European doctor who wants to dance.
1: I see. Well, I'll take my chances out on the street. Good day, sir. (laughs) Oh, now he has a PowerPoint.
0: Oh, yes, yes. He's got a PowerPoint that helpfully says... For uh, himself. ...reanimate your body. No, I think Since that's for re- the patient.
1: Reanimate re- your body. Again, it's it's a, it's a Calvin Klein commercial, but in color.
0: Yes. Uh, l- listeners, if you can, uh, check out the music video, Move Your Dead Bones, and you will see simply the best special effects that 2003 Spanish music videos could afford. Calvin
1: Klein's Reanimate. for the rest of your life. Reanimate your how does the music video doctor reanimator have better technology than movie reanimator?
0: Uh, you know, I I think that's just that has to deal with Spain's uh investments in medical advancement as compared to the united states
1: in in public health care
0: well yeah that too i mean the fact that herbert west needed to slave away literally in like a basement apartment next to a cemetery in order for him to develop his reagent whereas uh dr reanimator here can just uh, have an entire lab funded for him i'm sure by the spanish government
1: him living next door to a graveyard was definitely his choice he wasn't going to lug that crap into a truck, conspicuously drive around town with it and and go to his house like he's that's you just go outside, you get a shovel, you dig up a body, you drag it to the basement, you're done. That's like half an hour of work and not, nobody was around to see you do all the the disgusting things you just did.
0: <laughs> okay, so he's efficient then. Uh, but yes, definitely doctor reanimator oh, yeah, he, he's, he's got the better looks, he's got the bigger budget, he's got a PowerPoint presentation. Herbert West was not concerned with any of that at all, or he just didn't have the money for it. Um, but we do have, I think we literally have another verse, like most dance songs, but Steve, I will say, um, I was going to tease you with this earlier, but there is a dark turn that this song takes. Not not in the song itself, but in who appropriated the song. Um, oh, I will save that surprise for later because I knew if I told you up front, you would just turn off the show immediately. Well, I'm going to do it now anyway. No, no, no. At at least I I want to at least reveal it to you and then you can storm away and I'll just add the closing notes to the show. Uh, But let's hear more in the meantime. Know if it just washed over me the first few times I watched it, but you're you're kind of right, Steve, in the sense that these kinds of music videos where they're intercutting footage from the film, the juxtaposition is a little bit especially jarring in this one.
1: I mean, it's it's like when you're it's like you're listening to "Hero" by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott, and they're these two grungy guys on a roof, and they're singing, you know. With their gravelly voices, and then at the exact same time, you're watching a man in a big green goblin (laughs) costume flying around shooting rockets at people. It's
0: like, these two things do not equal each other. You know, Steve, actually, yes, when you put it like that. Maybe... You know, maybe it's just like a slight culture shock. Maybe I'm just so used to seeing this in the context of American films. Like, you know, in many of the, the days at the movies you've and nights that you've taken us to, maybe every single one of them really doesn't match up. Um, Tom Hanks rapping over a, a, a cult. Uh, Will the, Smith uh, in doing hip-hop, steampunk, Wild West stuff.
1: The only one that truly matched its source material... Was lethal weapon.
0: Would some say love is an ev- as a lethal weapon?
1: Yes. the The tone of that song, the band they got, the subject material, it all fits together with the movie. Boy, <laughs> let me tell you, no matter what I said for like twenty five minutes during that episode, refuting the thing I'm saying now.
0: Well, see, that was a while ago. You've come a long way, but yes, when Danny Glover tells Mel Gibson that love is a lethal weapon, that verbatim line from that movie, yeah, like, it just it just truly clicked for me. Um. Now, so, Mr. Excuse me, Dr. Reanimator just said that all you people... I didn't go
1: to eight years of reanimation school to be called Mr. Nick.
0: Yes, yes, sorry, doctor. Uh, All you people listen to your reanimator, don't hesitate and give it a try. I don't know if he's implying that we should be reanimated by him or that we should all equally enroll in reanimator school and start bringing the dead back into shamblings. Well,
1: I was going to say that, that his, I'm more confused by the notion that there appears to be a subfield in the medical field for reanimation specifically. Listen to your reanimator today. It's like, oh man, doc, what am I going to do? Well, I've got a specialist here that uh, I can send you to. You need to go to a reanimator doctor. Oh no, it's that bad. Yeah, but don't worry. He'll take care of you. Oh no! Your insurance doesn't cover Reanimator doctors. They're out of network. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, and you'll be quite satisfied, just as long as I can give you a guarantee that you'll never die. Um. Well, the the whole point of reanimation is that you had to die in the first place. I guess. I guess uh, Doctor Reanimator is just implying that. Uh. You w- living in existence where you're forced to just dance for the rest of your life is the guarantee that you'll never die. I would argue that's a phase worse than death, though. Although, I think Mike would disagree if he was here. A hundred percent, Nick. hundred percent. Are you telling me you wouldn't want to dance for the rest of your life? Dancing's great. Mike Russell. He's not a Pokemon. I don't know. He's got
1: four moves. The only... The only thing that dif- dif- differentiates you and me is that I never act like Mike is a Pokemon who only can say his name.
0: I'm trying to remember if he ever actually said that, or if that's just like like a fake Mandela effect memory I've created for myself. Um, but yeah, so so Doctor Reanimator s- seems pretty pretty. Dds. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you say that. This sounds like it should be a DDR song, but I don't think it ever appeared anywhere. Um. But he continues. Yeah, I will say in the actual film Beyond Reanimator, there is a extremely violent prison riot scene. And right now, Dr. Reanimator is kind of just dancing to intercut shots of the murder and mayhem. Along In front with... of the
1: green screen, it's being projected upon.
0: Yes. Uh, once again, the line, Party Without Limits, Have Sex and Don't Be Blue. I mean, once like, that's like Spain's live, laugh, love, I guess. But the have sex part just doesn't seem to be related to the rest of the song about being reanimated. Um, but, you know, I... Live your best life, I guess. Maybe that's maybe that's all Dr. E-Animator's trying to say. Live your best second life.
1: I don't think this is gonna be your best life. I think the original one was probably the one you were supposed to have. <laughs> and this is some sort of unnatural violation of God's laws. And he hates it when you do that. <laughs> it really cheeses him off to violate his natural laws. He worked hard on those.
0: <laughs> uh, but there's a little bit more here. Movie- Now, I realize this whole section is uh, instrumental, but I, I think the assumption is that we would be dancing and moving our dead bones. Uh, oh well, naturally, if this were actually actually in a club, or
1: unnaturally, yes. Also, you've seen this movie, but I haven't. Does Does Jeffrey Combs look perplexed in every scene that he's in?
0: Um, not every scene. It's just it's 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 interesting and a little weird to see him play the same character. Like between the first two reanimators, there's five years apart. He basically looks the same, but. Like now you see it's like oh this is Herbert West as, like a f- what 45, 50 year old man.
1: And the only place he can the only place he can get good bodies to reanimate is prison.
0: Yeah, I mean he's yeah his character is, uh, is a prisoner there actually in the movie.
1: Oh well that makes sense. Well it makes total sense that they'll give him access to lab equipment. What the fuck is this Arkham Asylum? All right, Mr. Freeze, you your reign of terror in Gotham is over. What we're going to do is we're going to set you up in your cell here with everything you need to create a gun that can freeze people. <laughs> but don't do it this time. Okay, I promise not to do it. Okay, you promise, Mr. Freeze? Yeah, I promise not to do it this time. Okay.
0: Uh and I will s- I'm going to go check on Poison Ivy's cell. Oh shit. There's trees everywhere. <laughs> um one small little note about the movie I will say is one of the nice things was it employed pretty much an entirely Spanish uh, crew and even a lot of the cast were as well. So, it's, but it's a little weird for the movie to pretend this is Arkham, Massachusetts, but all the prisoners just have heavy Spanish accents. Except, I am ex- from
1: Massachusetts,
0: <laughs> except for Herbert West. Um, Go Red Sox. <laughs> And I mean, in the music video, we get some fun dancers who come in, but that's basically it in terms of new lyrics for the song. Once again, dance songs, as we've learned throughout the song tops report, are not known for their breadth of lyrics. However, this song has a weird extended shelf life because the song appeared on, like I said, on the DVD for Beyond Reanimator in 2003. Ironic, yes, uh, <laughs> and. It kind of gained a second life in 2005, so two years after Beyond Reanimator came out. Uh, this song received a surprise boost in recognition from the furry community. After an artist named Zarla the Fox created a viral Flash animation featuring several popular fictional characters dancing to this song. And listeners won't, won't be able to appreciate it, but Steve, I have a little bit of that flash animation.
1: I'm also not going to appreciate it.
0: Oh, Steve, that's not true. There's apparently a whole bunch of people who haven't heard of Reanimator and don't know about it, but recognize this song because they either were part of or were adjacent to the furry community, where the song would be played at like furry conventions and people would dance to it. Uh, and... God,
1: thirty eight thousand views. Ugh. What what am I doing?
0: Oh, and this is a reupload. The original has, I'm sure, well over a million. Uh yes. Yeah, so Move Your Dead Bones is also like a classic furry song
1: yes because it's there's definitely enough of those that certain ones have to be classified as (laughs) classic and others must be classified as modern
0: i mean this almost opened a whole new can of worms for me like i wanted to figure out like is there like a subculture of songs specifically for furries or do they just kind of appropriate seemingly random songs for their for like that's part of their community. I don't know.
1: Oh, you don't go to the conventions anymore?
0: No, no. I, th- those days are behind me.
1: There's a... There's there's a giant fox costume hanging on a door in the back of Nick's room right now. Shit,
0: I thought I took that down.
1: What does the fox say, Nicholas? You tell me. What does the fox say? We animate your feet.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, I watched the animation. Uh, I None of it makes any sense to me. Uh... But then again, I was not part of the furry community in 2005, so I don't think it was made for me. But once again, the song doesn't seem to exist in I don't know what the song was made for. It did not seem necessary for the film Beyond Reanimator. It didn't really seem to get much attention beyond that, and the only it it, it appeared on um like two disco pop CDs that came out specifically in uh Europe and otherwise the song didn't really appear anywhere else i haven't even checked to see if you can stream it on like spotify or apple music so it it i think you know i just came up with this theory now but i think that's why it was embraced by the furry community uh it's it's this weird danceable kind of terrible but also kind of catchy pop song that just feels like a weird little outcast and i think that that sort of status might be appealing to a community that maybe has felt that way too. There. I thesis. Summaries. I
1: don't I don't know, man. I <laughs> I don't I don't like I don't judge people for things, but I'll never uh, uh, judgment doesn't have to mean I have to understand it. So I I won't judge See, they, they but They keep I also insisting don't it's not it. a
0: sex thing. It's it's, it's quote-unquote allegedly not a sex thing.
1: Look, I get not wanting to be a human being anymore. We suck. I understand that impetus and that impulse, but I I just, like, I don't know.
0: Well, see, I'm glad that we learned something about, like, our own growth as people throughout the course of this song. I think that's what Dr. Reanimator would really want, want us to have done. God, the guy who's played Dr. Reanimator is probably, like, 60 years old now. I'm just assuming this. He kind of, ooh, like... I'm looking at one frozen screenshot of him. Uh, he kind of looks like when Sasha Baron Cohen played, uh, Bruno.
1: Yes. Yes. That is a, that is an apt descriptor.
0: Ah, classic. Uh, well, that's basically it for move your dead bones. Once again, um, as, as we've learned many times on this podcast through, um, what the thong song, uh, I'm trying to think of some more dance specific songs we did that really don't have much lyrical depth to them. Uh, Move Your Dead Bones similarly uh, has one point it really wants to make, and it drives that point home. Uh, But thank you for joining us this week. Are you thanking me or them? I guess I'm thanking both of you, uh, because we weren't sure if this episode was going to happen. Uh, I wasn't sure how bad my my symptoms were going to be, and I'm hoping. uh, Maybe by the next time we record, actually, I might be hopefully out of quarantine, or mm, maybe not. It's 10 days from when you first started exhibiting symptoms, so... Uh, we'll see, but it's you know it's not like we've recorded in person in a hot minute anyway.
1: Well, I just really hope that the you know the, the exertion of the last hour didn't didn't take the the very last amount of T cells you had away from you,
0: Steve. If 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 doing this podcast one episode overexerted me to the point where it actually impacts my recovery, I would say it was still worth it. And a way that listeners can show that they appreciate my sacrifice would be to follow us on social media, including Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, check out Dapper Devil Productions. Um, you can still see a uh, show about coworkers if you've not done so already. Uh, still burning it up with awards as uh, as it has been for a little while. And uh, follow me on my social media at uh, Nick Brigadier on Twitter and Instagram. And Steve, where can we find you?
1: Wait, Nick, should we um, should we should we plug Ian's thing? the album or do you not want to do that Act- on this show
0: no f- fuck yeah let's plug the album uh so actually yeah yeah this uh, I, I yeah we think of all this
1: beforehand our audience yeah we, yes,
0: we definitely yes. plan all this yes the magic of editing i'll leave this all in uh yeah so um ian brodsky who was recently a, a guest he was, he was part of glee aggressive when we did our glean porn parody episode he also uh directed and wrote and starred in a show about coworkers. uh he's got an album coming out uh I believe uh the 26th is when it's released but we'll include all the details in the show notes and uh if the first single is any indicator it's going to be just uh straight up banger so It's going to be
1: sad. It's going to be sad, mopey. Perfect we- perfect cold weather music.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, first song's called It's Getting Cold, very melancholy, but boppy piano.
1: He, he, when, when I, when he, I found out he was doing this album, I said, you know, I don't think I've ever asked you what your actual musical tastes are. And he said, oh, okay, here. And then he shared his, you know, his like musical inspiration playlist with me. And I listened to it and I go, these, you, are you okay? Are you just sad all the time? It was just the Hungarian suicide song over and over again. It's not even, it's, it was just like, I listened to it I was like, are, is this, are you are you okay or do you need to talk and he's like no no i get it oh uh, yeah no i get i get what i i get what i i get what i listen to i just i'm not like that i just that's just what i like, like okay well if you feel differently about it you let somebody know
0: uh so yeah we'll, we'll include that because uh you guys should check it out he's a very talented musician um, and then with that very selfless interjection, now Steve, where may we find you?
1: Oh, they don't want to hear about that. Okay, uh, thank you so much for listening. Wait, wait, wait. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at yourmantrollo, where I I pub I publish things on occasion, if it, the mood strikes me, and uh, y- which is you know real real nice way to get yourself out there. And oh yes, uh, you can find me on the Dapper Elver Productions website. My own personal website, StephenTrollinger.com. I have a YouTube. I have. uh, God, I'm an old man. I I have have a YouTube.
0: I have a YouTube. Six I was trying to say pa-
1: I was trying to say page, and then I was in like that brief nanosecond in my head. I had a breakdown. Where I was like, "Oh wait, do we call it a page? Is that what it's called? Am I going to sound old if I call it a YouTube well, it's page? A channel?" And then because I stopped talking to think about it, I still sounded old because it's I said a YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what, I sounded old. Excuses, so, excuses. Uh, catch me on the YouTube. Where I post, as of right now, mostly just all of my reels and my audition videos. So if you want to see me just sing snippets of random musicals, I'll be there with bells on. Uh, I mean, that got me interested. Oh, good, good. Yes, please follow me. Follow me on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. Um, And, uh, yes, and and those places. And... uh, trying to think of anywhere else um oh uh uh, coming soon uh there will be a so a a friend of mine uh did a (laughs) uh, a podcast uh he is the second season actually of a long-form uh like dramatic podcast uh so it's a it's a show it's you know it's not like this where we just make shit up and talk to each other like idiots no it's like (laughs) scripted scripted and well-written uh uh and hold on a second and yeah time trip so time trip is uh, it's it's just press Playhouse. oh yes, the, yes yes is the name of the uh is the name of the 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 company and and the thing you would search for in the podcast and then it's time trip uh season 2 is coming out soonish in the next few months i listened to the first uh, season it was very yes, good Yes, the I first season's first season's very good and uh the uh one of the one of the two creators a a mutual friend of ours gabe and after the first season came out it was really good so i naturally hounded gabe relentlessly until he agreed to put me in whatever the next season was going to be so uh i will be in two episodes of that which should come out this fall so keep a listen out for that
0: well color me excited i didn't even know that Uh, and
1: download them and subscribe them when they come out
0: that was a song topsy report exclusive little news bit right there (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, oh
0: santa's crashing uh that's a callback from like three years ago now wow we've been doing this for a while uh
1: yeah, we all got quiet.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, so long. <laughs> but we're reanimated. So tired,
1: so quiet.
0: <laughs> but we're reanimated now, Steve. Move your dead bones, bones. bones. The will keep you alive. Move your dead bones, 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 Move your dead bones, All right, enough of that nonsense. Thank you. You for-
1: have to you have to text me tomorrow if you are lying helpless in bed because your body is re- <laughs> is destroying itself from within because you kept trying to dance to the Move Your Dead Bones song.
0: Move your dead bo- <laughs> <laughs> I will let you know. You'll be the first person I text. You're you're my emergency contact, not my roommates, not my lovely yeah. girlfriend. You. Uh,
1: <laughs> just I just get a phone call. I hear nothing but silence, and then all I hear is like a very weak, not like this, not like this.
0: Uh, yeah, that's how it'll end. Um, and on that note, listeners, thank you so much for joining us this week. I'm Nick Brigadier.
1: I'm Stephen Trollinger
0: and we will see you next week. Take care.